Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory, back after I missed the last two. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. I am joined by Joe Farrow on Twitter. That is at the Joe Farrow and Anthony Dittmar on Twitter. That is at Anthony Dittmar underscore. Kevin Durant is staying, fellas. Yeah. What a wild turn of events. Me and Anthony hopped on here yesterday without Cody, of course, because he's lazy and he doesn't want to join unless something big happens. <laughs> uh, so we were on here. We were talking yesterday. I mean, I said to Anthony literally less than 24 hours ago that the Nets, that these teams aren't going to cough up any valuable assets for Kevin Durant, which was ridiculous, and that he's most likely going to end up being a Brooklyn Net. And that's what came out today in the Nets statement. I think this scenario where like the team announced it along with the boardroom and Katie and Joe Desai and Steve Nash and Shaw Marks was the best case scenario when we, in terms of like running it back. Cause the worst thing you wanted to do is bring a disgruntled Katie back into camp. They got him on board. He's honoring his commitment to his four year extension. And from what it seems like the way Woj and Shams put it, it's not just a, we'll run it back this year type of thing. It's a like, we're running it back and we're going to go long term type of thing. I think they settled their differences and, this is the absolute best case scenario for the Nets. It always has been. I don't care what kind of package you get, you're not getting a Kevin Durant back. Like honestly, like these long two months, they sucked. I had a lot of lows and a lot of ups, not that many ups, mostly downs, but we're back. I threw away my banner with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on it, but I'm gonna probably order a new one now. Well, no, the <laughs> important part was that James Harden was on it. <laughs> True. I, I, I put a Ben Simmons thing on top of it, though. That was, like, the money part. So maybe I'll just get a new one that's, yeah, like, a, a right like legitimate one now. Yeah. I just want to add one quick thing. First off, this is an emergency pod. Obviously, this news kind of came out of nowhere. So me and Anthony are both driving currently. So the quality is not the best at some points. We apologize. But as Cody lags. Cody he said this was best Cody. case scenario for the Nets. Can you hear me? Can you hear me or not? Bro, you started like really said, bad. As soon as you said that the quality might not be as good. <laughs> Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. Start from the top, Cody. Start from the top. All right. So, guys, <laughs> oh my off of what Anthony said. Am I good? Am I good? Not really. <laughs> we get, we know where you're going, though. You said, you said you wanted to feed off of what Anthony was saying. It is the best possible. Scenario. Yeah, all right. I think I, I think I have best, better service now. Can you hear me? Yeah, you you're said. good now. Yeah. All right, my bad. So, Anthony said this is like the best case scenario for the Mets, but it's also the best case scenario for Kevin Durant. Like this would be the best chance for him to win this year. Um, any team he did get traded to would have to gut their roster. I think the Nets might have approached him with that. And they're like, oh, if we're trading you to Boston. We're taking Jalen Brown. We're taking Marcus Smart. 
we're taking Robert Williams. We're taking all these picks. Like, that's not a better scenario for you to win than what we have in Brooklyn right now. And I know you guys mentioned how the Nets put out the team statement. Um, the boardroom logo was at the bottom. Kevin Durant's getting something out of this. We don't know what it is. Uh, maybe Carmelo's coming. Um, maybe Kyrie Irving's going to get his extension early in the season if everything's going well. Something's going to follow this, in my opinion. There's no way Kevin Durant just randomly was like, yeah, I like, forget it. We could just play this back. Like, he had to get something out of this, in my opinion. Maybe Adam Harrington. Maybe. Who knows? But, like, I think something will follow this. Adam Harrington's a coach. Rich Kleiman's a minority owner. That's what I was just about to say. Rich 35 Venture Center. Rich Kleiman's probably ending up with some sort of role in Nets' decision-making. But I can read out the full uh, statement from Sean Marks that was posted on the Nets' Twitter account today. Uh, It says, Steve Nash and I, together with Joe Sy and Clara Wusai, met with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn with the Brooklyn Nets logo and the boardroom logo on the bottom. Obviously the boardroom is Kevin Durant's like brand uh, and Rich Kleiman is involved with that as well. So the big hold up, Joe, real quick, real quick. Did you say Clara Wusai? So maybe the Rich Kleiman hug meant something? Maybe, Uh, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i wasn't crazy maybe but you i mean yeah there, there's a lot more other crazy parts that we have to rule out with you before we before we completely turn it down <laughs> but that's fair <laughs> but the i think the big takeaway from that statement is uh focusing on uh basketball one collective goal in mind a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn that and then Brian Lewis of the New York Post followed up saying just to be clear this isn't just a situation of the Nets convincing Kevin Durant to give them a year run it back for one season in a championship or bus swing and then moving him next summer they plan on this being a long-term marriage with him seeing out like the full four years um and then I guess I'll keep going with the quotes uh Sham Sharania followed up with uh, with saying uh, he went on the Pat McAfee show today, as he usually does, and says a business relationship is the best way to describe it. Both sides, both sides looked around the landscape of the league and saw nobody was stepping up to what the Nets wanted. And from what I've been told, the outcome of that meeting yesterday, everyone agreed to move forward to keep Kevin Durant a net. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the main gist of it with. I mean, it was a lot of the same information being worded in different ways, like all day coming out in different parts. But that's obviously a very, very positive sign. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons will all take the floor together next season. Hopefully, we shall pray. Um, but but yeah, I mean, there's that. This is what we've all been waiting for all off season. Uh, just a commitment from Kevin Durant. We got our commitment from Kyrie. Um, and then after that, Kevin Durant, we didn't even get a chance to celebrate Kyrie's commitment when he opted in because uh, they said he was opting in with intention of staying in Brooklyn. And then a day later, Kevin Durant's trade request came through. So now we could finally celebrate all three of these guys being here. Uh, me and Anthony had touched on yesterday. Ben Simmons was cleared for three on three with the 
with all signs all signs pointing to him being cleared for five on five by the time training camp starts. So this is just awesome news all around. And yeah, what we've been saying all along and credit to Scoop Robinson, who's been on it the entire time that the Nets are planning on running it back, who we had on here. So awesome news all around. Dude, I was like, just going to say, you go, I was just going to say, yeah, real quick, before you said that, Joe, I was just going to say after you, give credit to Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, who we had on the pod. A lot of people were going at him on Twitter saying he has no sources. He's making shit up. Take a bow, sir. If you're listening to this, absolutely take a bow. Couldn't agree more. Yep. I, I like now that we got into this point and like, yeah, we can like reflect on this whole summer, like all the rumors that have been diving through and kind of like, in a weird way, gave us content for the whole summer because we were like kind of nervous. Like for the like, first month we were eliminated, like we would have anything to talk about all summer. Well, it kind of got us through the summer in a weird way. But, like, my point now is the Nets got to round out this roster. Like, you mentioned Carmelo Anthony. The Nets, I think that, like I said yesterday, I don't know, Cody, I'm sure you listened yesterday, but I said the Nets need another center. I don't care. I don't think just getting Carmelo Anthony makes this roster final. They need another center to back up Claxton. I don't think it's Aaron Sharp. I think Sharp can play minutes, but they do need, like, another center on this roster. They have some moves to make, and the rest of the league does now, too, because a lot of the league was waiting for a Kevin Durant trade, a Kyrie Irving trade. Pat Beverly tweeted today he's kind of pissed off because like that kind of held up the entire summer. Like we never seen like this lack of movement up until late August. Like there's a lot of teams that were waiting on contingency plans for this to kind of like take shape. And it finally has. So I would expect a flurry of moves up until like the Labor Day weekend leading up to camp over the next week or so. Maybe a Mitchell trade, a lot of small sprinter guys. So the Suns are checking in on like a big four, maybe like a Julius Randle. So I think there's going to be a lot of movement coming in the next few weeks because of the Brooklyn Nets, not just only the Nets, but a lot of other teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they did. There was a report earlier listing teams that are and are not interested in Donovan Mitchell. Um, and it was like a pretty weird list because like it said that the Lakers and the Nets were both interested. So, so I don't know how much I'm really putting stock into that report. Um, I mean, obviously the Knicks are still the front runner for uh, Donovan Mitchell. But they, they did say that the Lakers were interested. They did say that the Nets were interested. Uh, but like, and What are the Lakers giving up? They couldn't even get Kyrie Irving on a one-year deal. They're not getting yeah, Donovan right. Mitchell. It For the love of God, please leave the Brooklyn Nets out of trade rumors. Give us a week off of no <laughs> trade rumors. I beg you. Like, it would have to I just want a stretch five. <laughs> I, I think uh, Dwight Howard's been working on that jump shot, Anthony. So the, the list, the list came from John Gambadoro. Uh, never really heard of that guy, but basically, dude, source trust me. <laughs> yes. So he reports that the Lakers, Nets, Cavs, Hornets, and Wizards all have interest in Donovan Mitchell, and obviously the Knicks still have interest in Donovan Mitchell. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I think it's the Knicks or Heat personally, but... Well, they, his report also said the Heat are not interested. I just, yeah, they probably just don't want Tyler Hero because they don't have to pay Tyler Hero. I don't think the Jazz want guys they have to pay. 
I think this is a leverage move by like the Jazz to try to get what they want from the Knicks. I like I said before, I think that the, the Durant saga and the Mitchell saga are both done by Labor Day. I think the Knicks gave up the extra picks. I think right now they're between five and eight. They probably settle at six and maybe like add Quinton Grimes in that package of California and Toppin gets the deal done. I that's what I think happens. I don't know about you guys. And the other wrinkle that came out of that report was that the Jazz did not ask for seven picks for Donovan Mitchell, they said. I think it's five or six gets it done. I think it's a lot. I think the most ever traded was five. So I don't think the Knicks are going to give up eight, no matter how – I think the Knicks are ran a little bit better than they used to be. Maybe the old Knicks will give eight picks, but I think they'll give up like five. I think that's fair. I think they keep that core, and I, maybe they keep, they keep R.J. Barrett, obviously. I don't know if, what their plans are with Julius Randle, especially if Toppin's moved. I would – I think Randall's a fine three option, which you would hope Barrett becomes a two, Mitchell's a one, and Randall's a three. It's not a bad roster with Brunson, too. Knicks, Nets would be fun. It would be, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that I think we got down the majority of the reports. I think, obviously, the big takeaway is that the Nets aren't going anywhere. <laughs> we are still a very much relevant team and a championship contender to, with room to round out the roster. I know, Anthony, you mentioned that you wanted to do another center. Uh, wh- who is your preferred? There's guys still out there. There's guys like DeMarcus Cousins, Dwight Howard, Hassan Whiteside. I'm probably forgetting other people. But who's the ideal guy? So, like, obviously, like, in a world where you can get anybody you want and there's no salary cap, Miles Turner is, like, a perfect fit. But in reality, you have to trade Joe Harris to get him, so that's probably not happening. I think, like, signing one of those cheap guys like Boogie or Dwight Howard makes a lot of sense just to, like, have a big body. Like, I don't think – I don't think there's really – everybody wants a stretch five, so it's kind of tough to get a good one. So, if you even get, like, a regular five, like a, like I said, like a Boogie or Dwight Howard, like you said, even a white side, I don't really care, honestly. Just someone that can play minutes with Nick Claxton. I don't think Nick Claxton and uh, Ben Simmons running the court together in a starting lineup makes a lot of sense. I don't know, like, what their plan is with that. Um, I, yeah, they definitely need someone that's, like – those two guys can't run to the court at the same time. So definitely someone that can like be out there. Like Boogie can stretch the court a little bit. Whiteside, Dwight Howard, not so much. Maybe there's some other options. I don't know if they can try to get like someone else for cheap. He's not really like doesn't have that much size, but like Montrez Harrell is still there. Um, I don't know how much I like his fit to be honest. It's not a huge um, fit either, but I believe like undoubtedly the four guys that are like on the market and available that maybe would except a net uh a nets position would probably be dwight howard montrez hill the marcus cousins and like what if the nets picking up a trade like honestly god i, I don't know i don't like the roster configuration right now in terms of all the small guards they i don't think patty mills is eligible to be traded i not that i would want to trade seth curry but he, seth curry has a lot of trade value on a cheap deal like that like i don't know if like they would want to reconfigure that roster they might get a really good player for him i don't think they might they will do it but, like, the way their roster is constructed right now, it's kind of off-balance, like, point guard versus center. So I can see them entertaining it because, like, his value is so high on the cheap deal. Like, you could probably get someone really good in return. Whoa, 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 whoa. Real quick. <clears throat> Anthony's trying to trade Seth Curry away on his birthday. That's just cruel, man. <laughs> I'm not saying that I want is... to. I'm just saying I don't think you trade Mills. I'd rather trade Mills, but they resigned him. That's just cruel, by the way. Happy birthday to Seth Curry and Sean Marks. Who sold the same That's birthday. one hell of a birthday present for Sean Marks. Yeah. Very you much. Think they had dinner afterwards? <laughs> Definitely saved his job. So, well, maybe not, but we don't have to go into that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how Steve Nash coaches KD again after demanding him fire. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely interesting that it was reported that Nash and uh, 
Sean Marks are at the meeting, like Joe said earlier. Because, I mean, I there, was no, there was no choice. They had to be there after Kevin Durant called for their heads to get chopped. Like, they had to meet them in person. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they upped the Nets national TV games now because oh, of no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. The Nets are going to be – one. Like, how many games did we have? Do we have, Cody? I think you knew. Like 16 or 13, something like that. 13 or 16 or whatever. And we had, what, like 27 or something like that? Last year, yeah, it was cut. In, it was cut in half, basically, a yeah. little over. I wonder half. if they're gonna up it. Like, if they can do it now, I know second half you can do that. I don't you know. know like you can so flex early. teams, and the Nets are gonna be a team that get flexed a lot. They're gonna get. To flexed be honest, though, like, if we get more yes games because of this, because of like the timing, I'm not complaining because I kind of prefer the yes games of the national TV games. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> I'm not complaining, honestly. But yeah, I think the Nets are like the craziest soap opera forever, my friend was saying. He's like, it's probably the most hated trio in the NBA now because, like, Kyrie and Ben, you already know the verdict on them. And now Katie, like, has done, like, another move where, like, he wanted out and now he's not. But, like, kind of, like, similar to, like, the Warriors move is kind of, like, running from the grind, quote-unquote, people think. I think the Nets are easily the most hated team in the league now, right? Yeah. It's for, for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind because I think KD <laughs> was starting to enter, like, like the LeBron post, like how LeBron had gone back to Cleveland and people were actually yeah. like trying to get like respect for him for going home and like, and yeah, like on that, like Miami heat super team, he was starting to get into that territory, but then he ended up asking for a trade. And now he's back where he's, he's back at square one in Brooklyn and just running it back and trying to honor out that contract, which is respectable, but you can't ignore the fact that, he did ask out, and he also called for his GM and head coach's head to get chopped, as Cody said. Winning cures everything, I'll tell you that right now. It does. It does. You win, well, let's hope we win. You win. You get more hated by the national fan base, and everything <laughs> becomes better. So, you win a championship, and think about how hard that DVD is going to go. From the beginning of this KD Kyrie ever until now, all the trauma, that would be a crazy DVD documentary. <laughs> If you just encapsulated everything that's happened since oh, like God. June 2019, holy shit, that'd be that'd be really good. That'd be really be a good uh, movie. It's yeah. Steven Spielberg on that. It really would. The 30 for 30 is gonna go nuts. Yep, I can't wait. This, <laughs> this championship talk got me really sad that I canceled my uh, Nets championship plus 2800. What is it at now? It's like the, the like... fourth highest. <laughs> yeah, like, I think they're like plus seven hundred or plus six hundred. Yeah. Behind the Clippers, Celtics, and Warriors. I should have gone down with the ship, Joe. You talked me out of it, man. <laughs> well, that's because I want to say fuck Suns fans. Fuck Suns fans. Bro, and they uh, they like tossed up real quick from oh my god we want Kevin Durant like oh my god we want Kyrie Irving to oh the Nets are running it back this is gonna be another first round sweep like get the hell out of here. Yeah. Nets are getting the third and fourth best players back. That's what I'm saying. If this team is at full health, I would love to see what team is going to sweep us in in the first round. That's all there is. Revenge tour next season. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. I mean, I think KD's going to have a chip on his shoulder, too. It's like these the whole team is. To... Yeah, I mean, Ben Simmons will. Kyrie will. KD. Like, Joe Harris. That's what I'm saying. Give up, you, like... go, you go down the line. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chill with the Steve Nash talk. <laughs> I mean, he does. He probably does, though. Like, if you think about it, you go down the line of all these guys on the team. Kyrie is playing to prove his value for a max contract. 
Ben Simmons hasn't played ever since we saw him mess up in the playoffs, and then he's only caught more heat throughout not playing last year. Kevin Durant asked for a trade and ended up right back with the Nets. Joe Harris missed the majority of last year after after putting up a poor playoff performance the year prior. TJ Warren has barely played in two years. He's out to have something to prove. Patty Mills had a second year, a second half slump last year. Seth Curry was playing through injury and wasn't the best version of himself when he joined the Nets. There's a lot of on this team, and I'm sure, I'm sure. And Nick Claxton is out to prove he had some a bad, a couple of bad playoff performances, especially at the foul line. A lot of these guys are coming back with something to prove, and that's awesome to hear because a lot of these guys. <laughs> exactly. It's like it is definitely like I feel like even though we have so much star power on this team, we can definitely come back to some sort of like those gritty, tough it out Nets teams like we had when we had nowhere near as much talent as we do right now. Don't forget Royce O'Neal, baby. <laughs> yeah, like that's true. Sonification of grit. I'm very I mean, everyone was hating on the Royce O'Neal trade when it happened. Like, oh, they're going to lose KD. How, how dare they give a first-round pick for Royce O'Neal? Those are the same fans that were crying. We got no 3 and D wings on this team. Yeah, well, now you got one. Yep, exactly. An elite one at his role, might I add. Yeah. So, I'm so hyped right now. Like, that made my day. It made my week. Probably made my, like, basketball season. So, I was in a, like, really miserable next basketball season if we, like, lost everyone. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Absolutely. What a, what, a, what a great turn of events, guys. I will say, I have one, my brother My brother is a Laker fan, and my one buddy is a Clipper fan. I bought tickets to those two games with them, and I was like, oh, man, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm like, I'm going to have to go to both of these games at Barclays and watch the Nets get creamed by both of these teams. But now but now it's a show. I'm like, now I get to go see KD, Kawhi, and Ben go – I mean, KD, Kyrie, and Ben – go against guys like Kawhi and Paul George and LeBron and Anthony Davis at Barclays Center, and before the ticket prices skyrocketed, I'm hyped for that now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that was a good ruse by everyone that probably did that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm definitely hyped up for it. Um, I think we covered everything, though. Is there anything else we forgot to touch on? One thing, credit to Joe Sy for having balls and not giving to Kevin Durant and panic trading him. He yep. stayed firm in his stance. He's like, you give me what I want or he's not going anywhere. And the best case scenario happened. Kevin Durant staying in Brooklyn. Yeah. And this is the first time a star has ever, like, demanded out like this, besides maybe, like, that Kobe one. At least in the player yeah. empowerment era, like, post-LeBron leaving. And, like, he stayed. And, like, James Harden put on a whole spiel to leave Houston to leave Brooklyn. A lot of guys have done this. Anthony Davis did it to leave the Lakers. And Paul George did it to leave OKC. It's happened a lot. Yeah. And the Nets held firm. And they kept a top two player in the NBA right now. I could argue the best. And a top probably 15 player of all time. Like, and probably the best player in franchise history. Now the 7-11 era can continue on. And hopefully we get that Kyrie extension and we see them for years to come. And I think Nets fans are so grateful that this happened. Because like, I feel like no one's been through more these last years than us. After being promised so much on paper. So like, like now we can finally move forward and just focus on basketball. Let's keep the drama behind us. There's no more pandemics, hopefully. There's no more other <laughs> stuff off the court. Let's just keep it going. I, I say that very loosely. Hopefully, like, another outbreak doesn't happen, but let's go. I'm hyped. Yeah, there's about a month left till training camp where the, the Nets, Sean Marks, can just focus on basketball, fill out the roster. I also want to give a shout-out to Kyrie. 
I do think his stance of being committed to the Nets had to help out with Kevin Durant, at least a little bit. I'm not saying, like, Kyrie recruited him back. and like, bro, please stay. But the fact that he made it knowing that he was going to be here, he wanted to be here, he was working with the organization, that had to sway Kevin Durant at least a little bit. If Kyrie also demanded out, then, like, Katie would have been like, yeah, get me the hell out of here. But the fact that Kyrie was committed, you can argue it was because he wants his money, which I don't blame him. Who doesn't? But that definitely had to help Kevin Durant. Yeah, no doubt. 100%. No doubt. And, like, if, if Kyrie could have felt, like, betrayed, man, like, oh, you guys banned me from the team, and then you wouldn't give me my, like, full max contract that I think I deserve, even though I wasn't able to play. But, like, he didn't. He kind of just went above himself and did what would have been best for the team. And, I mean, yeah, sure, he didn't get his max contract anywhere else, so that definitely had a factor into it. I'm not saying it was all Kyrie doing this for the team, but he could have asked that like Kevin Durant did, but he didn't. And I definitely think that went a long way. Lakers and Suns fans are in shambles right now, and I love it. (laughs) Especially Lakers fans. The Suns still have a damn good team that won, what, like 65 games last year? Yeah. The the Lakers are still in hell. Have you looked at their projected starting lineup or closing lineup? Like, it is (laughs) bad, bro. Like, it's bad. It is bad. There's no chance in hell. Even if they get Buddy Heald, they're still a playing team, in my opinion. They aren't better than the top six in the West. No shot in hell. Yeah, and that's if LeBron and Anthony Davis stay healthy the entire season. And Russell Westbrook adjusts to his corner threes, I guess. Whatever he's going to do there. They're in hell in, in, for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. yeah sounds like a not-us problem, though. How about that? <laughs> not our problem anymore. We don't got to worry about it. Yeah, I'm just no, like I'm- Anthony said. I'm hyped. This is like the first time I feel like in forever. We can just focus on basketball. Yes. Which is like, it's the game of basketball, and we've barely been able to talk about basketball. It's insane. So yeah. it's almost been saying, a year since the since the training camp in San Diego. We found out about the vaccine yeah. mandate. It's almost yeah. been a year. Like, yeah, there's been drama in between there, but like, it's been ex- at least a calendar year where there has been some sort of controversy around the Nets. Anthony, even the year before that, we had the James Harden rumors of are the Nets going to trade for him? That started yeah. in the off season, way into the regular season. And then we had the injuries, and then we had the loss against Milwaukee, and then we had the Kyrie stuff, then we had the Harden trade, now we have the then we had the sweep, then we had the KD trade request. Like, just give us a year of basketball, please. That's all we're asking for, one year at a time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll take CB one great season. I'll be so high. I'm not asking for a lot, man. Some teams get every single year. Like, just give me it. I need that. But yeah. I agree. Anything else, guys? I think that wraps it up. All right. Once again, thank you guys for listening to the Sports Ethos Nets Emergency Pod with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. Kevin Durant will be in Brooklyn for the foreseeable future. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money.